All right, guys, got a special show for you today. We have Kevin on show. I know it's been a while since he's been on with us, and we also have a newcomer. We're going to welcome the Ton to the podcast this week. Yes, we have the team, the Ton captain himself. So stay tuned. Let's get it, guys. Have fun. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Vegas Guys Locker Room. I am here with the Asian sensation himself. Kevin is back on the show. Welcome back, buddy. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Come on. You know you like that. That was good. I do. It was good. <laughs> Got to give you a round of applause for joining the show, buddy. All right. All right. <laughs> so we're going to break down uh, the wild card weekend. And because we are sick, degenerate bastards, we are playing the NFL Playoff Challenge fantasy football. So we found another way to extend the season because we all love fantasy football. The fun continues. So we're going to break those down. Now, in the league we're playing at, nobody can see anyone's picks until it is all complete. The week is complete. So this should be a very, very interesting go at it because nobody knows who's got who. They're simply just rooting for their guys. And it's going to be overall through the Super Bowl, best overall score wins. So we'll break down some of these matchups today. We're going to break down the Seahawks and 49ers first. That's the earliest game on Saturday. So we'll break down each for each team, and we're going to choose one person we think is going to have the biggest fantasy impact for that, for that game. We'll start with the Seahawks. Who do you like? I personally like Tyler Lockett. Uh, judging by the games, what's been going, what they've been doing, the Metcalf, they're going to be have to throw in the ball, even in the bad weather, the heavy rain and whatnot. They're going to run, but you catch them in a play action, Tyler Lockett has a way bigger chance of getting open than DK Metcalf because they're stuffing Metcalf at the line every single play. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. I think me and Lee talked about it last week how Geno Smith has been fantasy relevant through that whole regular season, but when Tyler Lockett has not been in the lineup, you see his numbers just completely just die out. Exactly. My matchup, I think, is going to be a key player is going to be Kenneth Walker. I think with the the weather, I think they're going to have to run the ball. I think they're going to try to keep San Francisco's offense off the field and try to wear down their defense. I can. I think they're going to run like crazy with Kenneth Walker, and it's going to be up to that defense to stop him, but I think he can have a high impact on this game fantasy-wise. As long as he doesn't slip in like – Tear something or something like that. That's that's the key right there. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, we'll talk about the Niners. Who do you like on the Niners side of this game? I got to take CMC. I drafted him. I traded him. He starts doing good, but he's on the Niners. He's a dual threat. Yeah. In that type of condition, play action, the way they're running the ball and everything, the weapons that they have, they can't cover everybody. No. Just one, two plays, a nice little reception in the backfield, and he could just go off for like 20, 30 every time. I don't know. I like him the most. He should have a decent fantasy impact. Hey, Ray, who do you like in this game? The double birds? All right, that a boy. <laughs> we got the double birds from Ray. <laughs> <laughs> that a boy, Steve. <laughs> he likes the boobies. But yeah, CMC, I think, is a great pick. I really liked him. You, you to- yeah, we, When we were talking about this, you chose you were going to talk about CMC. The other person I do like is George Kittle. Because ever since Purdy has taken over, he is, of course, like any rookie quarterback, he's going to eye that tight end spot. Mm-hmm. That is always your security blanket. He's smart enough to use it because Kittle is a hell of a tight end. Yeah, he is. I think once you get down in the red zone, you know, 
CMC is not the big power back. Yes, you're going to have to run some trick plays with him, but that's just going to leave Kittle open over the middle because Correct. these linebackers are going to be so worried about having to step up and fill these gaps. Yep, and so, they have to cover Debo Samuel too. I would not be shocked if George Kittle had multiple touchdowns in this game. I agree. So. All right, next matchup we're looking at, we're looking at Chargers and Jaguars. This one is one of those games where you're wondering what kind of performance you're going to get out of each team. We're going to start with the Chargers. Who do you like on the Chargers side of this ball? Nobody. If I had to pick, it's going to be Eckler. Mike Williams is the is out two to three weeks, I believe, with a fracture in his back. Who are they going to throw to? Keenan Allen's coming off injury. He's not 100%. There's no way. They'll be forced to run the ball, and then they're going to go one-dimensional, and they'll be start forced to throw further down the further down the road. Eckler should have maybe like 60, 70 yards rushing, four receptions type of deal, but I don't think he's going to get a touchdown. I kind of agree. Um, the Mike Williams thing was interesting because – there was no way, if I'm if I'm wrong, there was no way for the Chargers to improve their playoff positioning, correct? Correct. Why was Mike Williams in there so long? Like, I get if you want to play him the first half. Mm-hmm. I get it. You don't want them to, to get sluggish and rusty. Because, listen, a lot of those guys have been hurt. They haven't played the whole season. So if you wanted to get him in there, get him some, some game time reps, I get it. But to have him in there that long and him hurting himself, that was a big question to me. That's your playoffs right there. <clears throat> I'm going to talk about Justin Herbert. Because it's gonna, I think there's gonna have have to, there's gonna be a lot relying on Herbert for them to win this game. Him not having Mike Williams there, because in the red zone, listen, Keenan Allen's a great receiver, we know that, but not having that that jump ball threat in Mike Williams, that's the biggest question there. Mm-hmm. And I just think he may struggle. I don't like him. Like I agree with you, I don't like anybody as far as taking. If I had to choose somebody from this team, I I just don't. I I would avoid it. But if you had to pick somebody, like I said, Herbert or Eckler, because they are going to rely on these two guys, and I believe those two guys will probably be your fantasy studs. Now, we could be wrong. You know, shit happens. But hopefully that uh, hopefully Herbert or Eckler can carry you through if you chose one of those guys. Next one, we're going to look at the Jaguars. Who do you like on the Jaguars side of the ball? I'm a big fan of Trevor Lawrence. He <laughs> finally made it to the playoffs. Young kid, get some experience, do what you got to do. He made it by the hair of his teeth. Yeah. So now it's your time to prove yourself. Everyone still, you got some doubters out there. You're going to do your thing, maybe 260, 270 yards, two, maybe three touchdowns. You get four, it's done. That's what I think. They have to do something. They have to expose the secondary, get the play actions in, do what you got to do. Should have a pretty good game from Trevor. I'd like to see him almost use his legs more. Because he is, he's not that bad of an athletic quarterback. I mean, he can move. He can, but he chooses not yeah, he to. He chooses not because to. to get the NFL stage, you have yeah. to stay in the pocket. Yeah, so, but yeah, I agree with you there. I think Lawrence should have a good game. Um, I think another person that rely on on that offense is Travis Etienne. Mm-hmm. The way to use utilize him is a lot like how CMC is utilized. He is quick. He's a small, shifty player. He gets around. If he can find a gap, he's going to take it to the house. He's got speed. I really like Travis Etienne in this game. I think. He's coming off one of the great, great weeks when they took him out of the game. He had a hell of a first half. Uh, cost me a lot, but I like Travis Etienne in this game. Chargers defense has always been suspect. I'm, I'm not a big fan of them. Don't think I think they can, they're capable of giving up the big play easily. So, yeah, I like Travis Etienne in this matchup. The next matchup we'll talk about is Dolphins and Bills. Dolphins, who do you got? I got Jalen Waddle, number two receiver. He could be the number one with Tyreek there. It is what it is. They're going to do a lot of short passes. Two is 
I'm not sure if his career is done or not, but this is his third concussion. Yeah, third concussion. Uh, it is Skylar Thompson is playing under mm-hmm. center tomorrow. They already confirmed that, that it's going to be Skylar Thompson. Yep, and they've been thrown underneath the whole time. Oh, yeah. So who knows? If they could start doing something, let them take some shots because this is your season right now. So it's time to take shots. The number one QB should be on Tyreek. That should leave Waddle with a little more flexibility, hopefully, yeah. but we'll see. Yeah, I think you're right there. They're going to have to throw the ball underneath. I think a great playmaker is Waddle. Uh, I I really want to see what happens with, with Mostert, Raheem Mostert in this one. It's been kind of weird, the balance between those two running backs, him and Jeff Wilson Jr. It's going to be interesting. I think the more explosive player is going to be Mostert. Hopefully they find creative ways to get him the ball in space because I think if they do that, I think you could have a huge name out of out of Mostert because they're going to need it. Playing against the Bills, they're going to need every point they can get their hand on because I think the Bills are ready to pounce. I think Josh Allen's waited all year for this. I think this should be interesting. Trick plays too. Watch. Yeah, I think I think you can see a lot of trick plays out of this out of this team. Mm-hmm. All right, who do you like on the Bills side? I decided to go with Cook. I don't kind like sleeper, Singletary. Kind of a sleeper there. He could be interesting. He's more, to me, like between the tackles. He's had speed also. But Singletary's the number one. Cook's the number two. I think Cook is going to outproduce Singletary in this game, just in my personal opinion. They're not going to throw the ball 50 times. Mm-hmm. They're going to run a lot more. Singletary is not going to probably be in there 50, 55% of the plays. The rest should be Cook. Yeah. A lot of the checkdowns, a lot of the script, the audibles at the line. He should have a decent game. Yeah, I agree with you there because they did get him involved the last few weeks over the season. They really started putting him in the offense. I I, I just think Josh Allen's going to go nuts because I think he has been hungry ever since last year's loss. I think he's been waiting to get back in the playoffs. Yep. And I think he wants to send a message that he is ready to go and he is going to light the AFC on fire. I agree with that. Once they get – if the – if this game goes according to what everyone in the world's thinking, it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. The fourth quarter, maybe even start the second half of the the third quarter, they're going to start pounding the ball. Take it to them. That's where I think Cook's going to shine. Yeah. Proceeding to get into the big lead, but we'll see. Yeah, that's that's what worries me about it, too, because mm-hmm. if you start taking these guys out, they're up huge, which everybody expects to. Are they going to play the fourth quarter? Nope. That's, that's the curious part, because you know they're going to take them out. I don't think the game's going to be close enough. But I think in that time frame, if they get that big lead, I think Allen pours on some fantasy points. Really? I really do. I really do. I got to say. So I know who you picked up then. Hey, Victor, who you like tomorrow? Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Who's playing? <laughs> All right. Next matchup we're talking about is the Giants and Vikings. Your hometown boys. Oh, yeah. In, back in the playoffs. Yep. Who's your fantasy stud? Saquon. Oh, yeah. No doubt. The last, week 18, you took the week off, stay healthy, get right, make sure you're good. They're playing the Vikings again. They lost by that 61-yard, 62-yard field oh, goal. Oh, yeah. I almost broke my TV, but let's not even get <laughs> into that. Barkley's going to have a good game. They played each other a couple of weeks ago. They know what each other's about. They're out for vengeance. It should be a close game, but I think the Giants are going to come up with a W. Barkley's going to have a big game yeah. by far. Yeah. No, I think yeah, I think you're right on that. I think Barkley is is hungry. Like I believe this is his first postseason yep. taste, right? So these young guys got to be hungry. You know, Daniel Jones playing for a contract. Mm-hmm. How far is he going to be able to take him? That is my guy. I want to see Daniel Jones just be creative because this offense has been creative. They don't have any 
big name stars besides Barkley on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. They've gone with this almost New England-esque, hey, we're going to play football. We've got football players, and this is what we're going to do. Daniel Jones is – he may not be an elite quarterback, but he is one hell of a football player. He is. The man has legs. He can run. Mm-hmm. He's like a giant fucking gazelle out there. <laughs> he is. So, I mean, he can take it to the – he can house a 60-yard run oh, yeah. if he chooses. So I look for a good game out of Jones in this one, especially if, if the Giants are going to have a chance to beat the Vikings. The Vikings is that team that you just don't know about. So I definitely like Jones in this start. He's going to be my go-to fantasy guy in this matchup for the Giants. Vikings, who do you like on this side of the, the Minnesota ball? I'm going with Hawkinson. I like the tight end. I like the trade. Brought him to Minnesota. He's doing good. He's technically, in my opinion, the number two receiver, although he's the tight end. In situations, you're gonna JJ's gonna be double double covered. Who are you gonna go to? Hawkinson got some speed. He's gonna be matched up with a linebacker. One quick step, and he's good. And yeah. he has seen a lot of targets recently. He should be one of the more distinguished players in this yeah. game. No, I, I agree with you. I think Hawkinson has a good shot. I'm gonna go the other side. I'm gonna go with Jefferson. He had such a bad last two weeks. I think he's hungry. I think he's very, very hungry to get a big game. I think he's a little PO'd that he did not get the break. Megatron's record didn't even come close. I mean, he was two games ago. All he needed was 200 and some odd yards. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought that was in a bag. Did not happen. I think he's pissed off. I I, I can guarantee Kirk Cousins is, is feeling the heat. Oh, yeah. And he's going to throw to his go-to guy. He is going to force feed Jefferson all fucking day. And I'm hoping that that leads to a few touchdowns because I really like Jefferson in this matchup against the Giants. It's it's gonna be. I think this is gonna be a slugfest shootout. I think this is gonna be a high scoring game. I agree. Let's go. Let's go, Giants. <laughs> All right. Next match, we're looking at Ravens and the Bengals. This one is kind of hard to find somebody. But who on the Ravens are you looking at? I'm gonna go with J.K. Dobbins. He's technically their number one. <laughs> hey, it was either Dobbins or Gus Edwards. Edwards is still number two. He's giving him breaks, but this is like a timeshare, roughly fifty fifty. Dobbins, after his injuries, coming back, he's starting to look good, but he still cannot handle three-down work. If they take him out, get two runs, three runs, take him back in, in and out, in and out, as long as they keep him fresh and the run game is successful, he should have an impact on this game. Yeah. I think the only only person I would like in this one is at the tight end spot is Isaiah Likely. You're going to have whichever quarterback you have in there. It's either Huntley or Brown. You're going to have to utilize that tight end spot because their receivers are small. Their offense is not built that way. I think they're going to be trailing a lot in this game. Oh, yeah. So you're going to have to air it out. I would, if you had to play somebody on the Ravens team, I like Isaiah likely. But, you know, again, that's a, you know, the whole Ravens offense is a avoid. <laughs> exactly. Avoid if you can. All right. Who do you like on the Bengals side of this? Jamar Chase. Got to love that. I love this guy. This guy. I talk shit about him on the earlier podcast, like beginning of the season, but he's doing good. He outplayed what I think he was going to do. He's breaking down double coverages. He's doing everything. They have to take advantage of the single coverage in this game because you're not going to have too many looks for single coverage. Yeah, They're going to stop your run, force you to throw into single coverage, hopefully, and just do what you do. Yeah. Yeah, I think think Chase is going to be a help pickup. 
I like Joe Mixon. I think they're gonna. I think what's gonna end up happening. I think they're gonna be in such a lead. I think they'll they'll start feeding the rock to Mixon. Maybe even P. Ryan. I think it's going to be a two-headed monster. I think ever since Mixon kind of got hurt, P. Ryan actually showed he still got the ability to to move the ball. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm looking at Mixon. I think Mixon's going to get some good yardage. I think he he runs for over 100 yards and possibly sneaks in a touchdown there in the in the red zone. So hopefully Mixon gets in there. I think this is going to be a, a far blowout. I mean, the, we've got the Vegas has the over under at 41 and a half, and it's only minus seven and a half for the Bengals. Which is higher now. It's higher now because without Lamar Jackson playing, you know it's probably double digits right now. Yep. So expect the Bengals to score probably almost 40 points by themselves. I, w- I wouldn't be I wouldn't be hard-pressed to say that they would do that. Final matchup of the week is going to come down. It's Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which one of the Cowgirls do you like? I mean Cowboys. <laughs> I like Zeke. There I'm sorry. Go. I'm still high on Zeke. He doesn't have the legs anymore, what he used to do. He can't do what he used to do, but now he gets breathers. He's still the goal linebacker. He'll get like maybe 60, 70 yards, hopefully a touchdown or two, depending on the game script. But the thing here with Zeke, if he messes up and you still got Pollard in the backfield, is Pollard going to take over because it's playoff time now? Mm. You got the big contract, but we're only pl- they're only playing you because of the big contract. Yeah. All right. But are you still going to produce? You have experience. Can you lead your team? We'll find out. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, I'm going to go with the tight end here, Dalton Schultz. Mm. Tampa Bay does not play well against opposing tight ends. They've been bad against opposing tight ends all season long. I would not be shocked if they just key on CeeDee Lamb, taking him out of the game, and then your red zone threat is going to be Dalton Schultz. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would not be shocked if you had six catches, 70 yards, maybe a touchdown. I think that's a solid fantasy game out of a tight end. Yeah. If you really had to and you needed to mix it up and chose the Dallas Copa and you needed to fill in a tight end spot because there's far and few between good tight ends. I think right now this week, I think Kittle is probably the highest up there with Hawkinson in second. But if you had to pay, pick one from each player and uh, from each team, Dalton Schultz would be a good <coughs> tight end pickup, and I think he'll have a he'll have a good fantasy game. Yep. All right. Who do you like on the Bucks? And I know you love the man. <sighs> I'm not a Brady fan. I'm a Giants fan, so obviously I'm not a Brady fan. But I picked Brady because this game is all going to go on Tom. This might be his last year again. Who knows? You proved that you can, You still got an arm with the last game. As uh, long as you throw the ball in under 2.5 seconds, you're good. Yeah. According to ESPN, which he has been doing lately. But check this out. I was walking around outside. ESPN said, the Cowboys have not beaten Tampa Bay. They're 7-0. and Tampa 7-0 and against the Cowboys? Yep. Wow. According to that, that's the ESPN curse. Let's see if that really happens because every time they say something about someone going 7-0, and 8-0, and 9-0, and 10-0, something happens, and then they lose. So we'll see. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm going to look at Chris Godwin in this one. Um, I think if if Brady's going to have a good game, I think he's going to have to key on on Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. I think he's been his go-to guy. Listen, Mike Evans had that ridiculous fucking 60-point whatever fantasy oh, yeah. football performance last week. Fuck that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, Chris Godwin I think should be the key because they're going to have to move the ball, and Chris Godwin's going to be that man that does it. 
Listen, I was almost tempted to take the kicker in this because <laughs> <laughs> they can't finish in the red zone. They can't. Tampa Bay just cannot finish in the red zone. So, listen, I, I don't know what the scoring's going to be like. The the over under in this game is listed as forty five and a half. I'm sure it's moved since then. This was you know these these lines are from earlier in the week. So I just I I don't see it being a high scoring shootout affair, especially from Tampa Bay. What was the then they they played in week one? Wasn't that like a three to thirteen game or some crap like that? I mean it was low scoring because there wasn't a whole lot of fantasy points to be had in that game. I remember. Don't that remember, one. but all I know is the Cowboys lost that. Yeah, Cowboys lost the game because Dak broke his finger or, or dislocated his finger, something like that. Something like that. Oh, 19 to three. Oh, 19 to three. Yeah, so it was not a it was not a barn burner by any case. The Bucks' offense has never looked on key except for the you know weeks seventeen, where Mike Evans goes ballistic. He caught everything. He caught everything. I was throwing to him, and took it to the house. So other than that, I don't see it. I don't think that Dallas is going to allow Mike Evans to beat them deep like that. So I think Chris Godwin's going to have. He, I wouldn't be shocked if he had 12, 13 targets in this game. I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah, out of him, I, I could definitely see him getting twelve to thirteen targets in this game. But yeah, that's my that's going to be my my uh, fantasy stud for the Buccaneers in this game. Hey, you know what we should do? Since we did this, let's put a dollar on this. This is the exact thing. <laughs> let's see what happens. All right, okay, all right, all right sounds good. All we'll right, keep this here. Just one dollar. We'll go with the points. Whoever scores the most. All wins right. the dollar. It wins the dollar. All right. Gold. Well, I'm glad I didn't take that fucking kicker. Wait, I got too many fucking tight ends there, man. <laughs> That's why I suggested it. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, um, we'll be right back. Uh, thanks for Asian for being here. Thanks for joining the show again, man. Always love having you on. Thank you for having me. Yep. And we'll be right back. We're going to sit down and talk about some of Nathan's picks and how his fantasy season went. All right. Be right back, guys. All right, we're back, and we're here with Natan. Yes, sir. Hey, yes. welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I like that. that <laughs> Got to give you a little applause. Yeah. Welcome uh-huh. to the show, first time on. So, uh-huh. talking fantasy football, our degenerate asses have now found a new way to play in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. You're in this, right? Oh, you know I'm Okay, in. all right. So, how do you think your fantasy season went? Even Terrible. though you finished last. Terrible. <laughs> Is it a what, question? What do you think your biggest mistake was of the year? Well, let's see here. Uh, getting rid of my first round pick and my second round pick in the first week or second week probably didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bad move. It was a bad move. It's yeah. all right. Hey, you never know. If that could have worked out, then you'd been looking like a genius. Yeah. You know, you'd have been Bill Belichick over here. Definitely not that. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so we wanted to get your take because you are a betting man and okay. you are the betting man. You are the big white whale, my friend. <laughs> white fish. You are the big white fish. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> Thanks for so, the nickname, buddy. I want you to pick three lock picks for this weekend's wild card weekend. Okay. Let's see here. I'm going to go with the dog and the dolphins. Oh, the dolphins with it. What's, uh, right now it's minus. It's pl- Oh, they're getting plus. Uh, are we talking about for just a win? No, or no. With, no the with, the, with points. With the with points. The points. With All the right. I'm going to take dolphins plus 13. All right. Taking the dolphins plus the 13. Okay. Giants. Ooh, Giants getting the points as well. And the Niners. And the Niners minus the 10. Yep. All right, guys. So you guys have heard it here. That is Nathan's locks for the Super Wild Card Weekend. Now take those three, flip them around, and you got yourself a guarantee. A sure win. Yep. I was just going to say that. You beat me to it. Perfect. You got a sure three-teamer heading into this weekend. Yep. Guaranteed money. 
So, who do you like to win the Super Bowl? Chiefs. You liking the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. Why, why the Chiefs? Uh, is it just is it with the heart or is it with the head? Uh, no, no. Listen, I don't know where this is oh, going. Oh, no, he said head. You yeah. got a little excited over here. Yeah, you got to pay attention <laughs> to what you say. Uh, I just think they're the better team this year. All right, yeah. hey, fair enough. I mean, I, I, I just I was wondering, didn't yeah. know who is your NFL team anyway? Because I know you're an, you're an Iowa boy, so yeah. that's why I figured they're they're so. a team in the Midwest. Yep. Well, all right. So the man is taking the Chiefs to win it all. You picked your your playoff bracket. I think that's who you had winning the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right, guys, so you had it first. Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. So you can pretty much take anybody else <laughs> to yeah. win the Super Bowl just, and get some odds. If you just ask me who's going to win for that week and you go the other way, you're going to make you're money. You're going to make some money. It's guaranteed you're, money. If, if if he really, really likes a favorite, go with the dog in that game with the money line, and you get yourself a nice little money line victory. <laughs> not lying. <laughs> definitely not lying. But – so you're definitely going to do fantasy football next year, correct? For sure. All right. We got to get you on the podcast more. Okay. Get you more insight in this because I know, listen, everybody loved loved your transactions over the year. Oh, my God. A lot of kickers. <laughs> love the kickers. You love the kickers. <laughs> my favorite move of yours was we picked up a guy, oh. even though you're already eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have no chance. That's right. <laughs> That's Let right. me just add some more money to the and then, pot. But your team tore it up the last like two weeks of the <laughs> yeah. season, man. You yeah. was like you were on fire. When I didn't need him. But the good thing is. You did not finish last. You, you finished last in the re- in the standings for the regular season, but you uh-huh. did not win the Shit Bowl Award. So seventh, right? No, nah, I, yeah, I believe you got seventh in that. And I believe you took seventh. And Lee, of course, is King fucking Dookie. He yeah. got him, so he got himself the Shit Bowl Award. Oh. So he he just wanted to win something apparently. So he just was like, "I'm there, fuck it. I'm yeah. gonna win. I'm gonna win at least the Shit Bowl yeah. Award." He's so, happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, all right. So we're definitely going to get you into the playoff fannies mix. We're going to have you on the show show more. We'll probably do another episode next week. Okay. Break this down. Listen, guys, we'll probably be with our with our playoff fantasy league, our personal one. Me and Lee will have our separate show with the uh, fantasy football with Jesse and Lee. We'll break that down next week. It will not be on the Vegas Guys locker room. I'll link that in the bio so that way you guys have access to all that and be able to listen and follow along as we go on our Fantasy football playoff challenge. I'd like to thank Nate for joining the show. Thanks thank you, for thank coming you. on, buddy. Really no appreciate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be right back, guys. Right. Thank you. That was fun. Boy, I'm a little nervous. All right, guys. Once again, I'd like to thank Nathan and Kevin for joining the show today. Really appreciate the support, guys, and the help doing this broadcast. Had a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. Listen, Going forward, we do have breakoffs of shows. Vegas Guys Locker Room is going to be our main hub. The links to our other shows will be in the bio. I'll make sure everybody's notified that. Please subscribe to all the channels. And that way, when the new the new shows come out for the other subscribe channels, it will notify you. That way, everybody can enjoy the content. Like I said, the main hub show we're going to have is going to be the Vegas Guys Locker Room. That is where everybody will come in, conversate about fantasy sports, in general, and it's going to be a good time. But I wanted to be more specific so that way we didn't have random shows just kind of following in. So our personal fantasy sports leagues will, of course, be Fantasy Football with Jesse and Lee, and then we have the Stations Fantasy Hockey Show with myself and my father doing that broadcast. It's just a little confusing. We just want you guys to subscribe, get notified, because we don't have a set schedule for all of our shows. But we want to make sure you guys are notified, you guys can enjoy and partake in our what we enjoy doing. We we love putting these podcasts together. I know I do personally. Everybody knows it. And I just want to put a great product out for you guys. So please subscribe, like us, 
rate us, everything you can do to help us out. All right, guys. Thanks. We'll see you on the next show.